Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 11. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified Master Health and Wellness Coach, Barbara Walsh. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited that you're here, and I have a question for you. Have you ever noticed that the beginning of every new year seems to trigger a wave of commercials and advertisements for diet programs and weight loss products? That's probably because every year, losing weight makes the list of the top five most popular New Year's resolutions, and I'm sure that advertisers know it. Let's imagine for a moment that we're sitting on the couch with a little snack and we're getting ready to watch our favorite TV show when one of those amazing ads pops up on the screen. If we're being honest, those images of skinny women holding up an old pair of gigantic jeans with their smiling faces and newly toned bodies, coupled with the promise of a quick and easy fix to our weight loss woes, can seem like the answer to all of our problems, right? And that's when we start thinking that regardless of the details or the price of those programs or products, surely it would be worth whatever it costs to lose those extra pounds once and for all. And if you're like me, this scenario sounds all too familiar. I can't tell you how many times that was me on the couch, wishing I could lose weight when one of those irresistible ads would flash before my eyes, and before I knew it, I'd be signing up, or placing my order, believing that I'd finally found the weight loss secret that would change my life forever, only to end up disappointed by results that were less than stellar or non-existent. As a woman who battled my weight for most of my life, it took me a very long time to learn the real truth. Diets don't really work. And in this episode of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast, we're going to take a look at why it's extremely difficult to attain long-term success with a diet and what you can do instead to achieve lasting results when it comes to losing weight and keeping it off for good. First, let's take a quick peek at the weight loss industry. Did you know that dieting is a multi-billion dollar business? In fact, over the past 20 years, the diet industry has actually tripled in size and is currently worth $72 billion. Wow. If you ask me, that's a crazy amount of money for an industry that doesn't actually guarantee any results. When you boil it down, the main reason why the business of dieting is so successful is because it's a matter of supply and demand. Like any business, the weight loss industry was created in response to a need. Currently in America, one out of three adults is considered to be overweight. And unfortunately, women are more likely to be overweight than men. Besides the uncomfortable feeling and embarrassment of not being able to fit into our clothes, medically speaking, the problem with being overweight is that it can lead to obesity which puts a person at greater risk for developing chronic diseases like diabetes or heart disease and other health problems. Those health risk factors, along with constantly trying to measure up to our society's standards of beauty, make us prime candidates to be weight loss industry customers. 
The issue is that no matter how convincing the ad campaign is, the truth is that diets don't really work as a long-term solution. And for anyone who has ever been on a special diet or used a weight loss product, chances are that you either didn't lose weight or worse, you lost some weight initially only to gain it back, plus some more. Research has actually proven that although a person may lose some weight when they first begin a new diet, most end up regaining more weight than they lost within a few years. Honestly, if you think about it, if any of those diets actually worked, we wouldn't keep trying the latest and greatest ones that come on the scene every year. Trying lots of different diets to try to lose weight is something that I am well acquainted with. If you've listened to some of the other episodes of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast, you know that I struggled with my weight since I was a kid. I didn't start out chubby, though. The eating habits that I learned growing up triggered weight gain that started when I was a little girl and continued through my teenage years and into adulthood. Whenever we sat down to eat at my house, meals usually consisted of meats, red meat or pork, or processed meats like bacon and hot dogs, and white rice, white bread, white potatoes, white pasta, cheesy dishes, and fried foods. We always had lots of prepackaged snacks and sweets in the house, too. Both of my parents were pretty good cooks, so whatever we ate always tasted really great. And we were encouraged to have seconds, even if we were full, and to eat everything on our plates, because somewhere in the world people were starving, <laughs> which made it extremely easy to overeat. I was eight years old when I started to gain weight, and it wasn't long before I became overweight. But I wasn't the only one who had trouble with weight gain. My mother struggled with it, too. I can remember my dad frequently commenting on my mom's appearance, telling her in not-so-subtle ways that she needed to lose weight, and my mom weighing herself regularly, always feeling uncomfortable about how her clothing fit and how she looked. So my mom would try different diets, even some pretty well-known diet plans, sometimes starving herself, and even trying to make the scale move with sheer willpower, with little to no success. My mom's continuous dieting began to seem like the normal thing for a girl to do. And since I had become the chubby little sister in my family and the fat girl at school, I started to embrace the idea of dieting too. I began to try dieting in my preteen years. Still, I continued to struggle with weight gain that I tried to combat with all different kinds of diets as a teenager and when I became a woman as well. I can honestly say that I have tried just about every diet program, pill, or gimmick out there, but none of them actually changed anything for me in the long run. The most attractive ones always promised fast results, usually through extreme diets that were impossible to stick with for very long, or they involved taking some type of pill or shake powder that was not necessarily the healthiest thing to put into my body. When I look back, it seems pretty crazy. Nevertheless, I was always so desperate to lose weight that I would try anything, no matter how drastic it was or what it cost. Whenever I began one of those fad diets, I would be excited and hopeful and sometimes even see a little bit of weight loss initially, only to quickly lose interest and regain those extra pounds plus some. I have to admit that I was pretty naive because I actually believed all of those irresistible sales pitches. 
But regardless of those weight loss product headlines for diets that seemed like they would be the answer to a skinnier, happier life, none of those diets actually worked. And in spite of all of the time, effort, and money that I spent on each one, I would ultimately end up disappointed and feeling like a big fat failure with every unsuccessful try. When the real truth is that those diets failed me, not the other way around. So why don't diets work? Diets in themselves are really only designed as temporary plans. If something is only temporary, that pretty much guarantees that the results aren't going to last. Essentially, most diets require a person to follow some type of highly restrictive regimen that can only be sustained for a short period of time. These types of deprivation diets, especially ones that place limitations on foods or involve skipping meals, can actually be interpreted by the body as starvation. When that happens, our innate will to live kicks in, slowing down our metabolism so the body can hold on to as many calories as possible in order to survive, which makes losing weight extremely difficult. Although we know that weight loss can be important to our health and can potentially make us feel better about ourselves, the ends don't always justify the means. Because fad diets can cause more harm than good when it comes to the body and the mind. First of all, by avoiding certain foods, essential nutrients that our bodies need are lacking in most fad diets. Missing out on those vitamins and minerals for an extended amount of time can actually have a negative effect on our health. Another issue is that most diets usually don't take a holistic approach or take healthy eating into consideration. On top of that, they don't teach us how to address our current eating and lifestyle habits or show us how to embrace new ones. As a result, when the fad diet ends, we quickly regain any weight that was lost usually in the form of fat, because we revert to our old eating habits that caused us to gain weight in the first place. This sets the stage for a person to become a lifelong yo-yo dieter. I have to admit that I was definitely one of those. Research shows that yo-yo dieting can actually cause the body to lose muscle mass while it holds on to fat, especially in the belly. Obviously, if our body is holding on to fat, it's going to make losing weight tough to do. Also, belly fat is more than just a cosmetic problem or the reason why a person has trouble zipping up their jeans. Belly fat has been linked to many dangerous health problems, including inflammation, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Not only that, but the yo-yo dieting cycle of gaining weight, losing it, and regaining it can also cause the body to store fat in the liver. The liver is the body's main detoxification organ and one organ that we cannot live without. When the liver becomes congested with fat, nutrients from the food that we eat aren't absorbed properly and toxins aren't removed efficiently from the body. This can lead to a buildup of toxins in the body, which can then lead to inflammation, which is known to be the root cause of all disease. This can manifest as a host of symptoms, including fatigue, weakness, rashes, and abdominal pain, as well as compromise the immune system and increase a person's risk for developing fatty liver disease and other chronic illnesses like cancer. 
Aside from the frustration of living with the seemingly never-ending cycle of gaining, losing, and regaining weight for most of my life, I never realized that being a yo-yo dieter could have a negative effect on my health. It's no wonder that along with my weight, I also struggled with lots of unpleasant symptoms like rashes and fatigue, among others, which was my body's way of warning me that something negative was going on beneath the surface and something needed to change. But back then, it never really occurred to me that there was anything that I could do, so I didn't listen to those warning signs or make any changes. When I think about it now, the fact that breast cancer developed in my body is no mystery to me. But that's definitely a story for another podcast. And if you haven't heard my story of overcoming breast cancer naturally without surgery, radiation, or chemo, you might want to check out How Breast Cancer Changed My Life for the Better, Episode 1 of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. But let's get back to why diets don't work. Ironically, dieting actually triggers the brain to make food harder to resist. In order to live, the body is designed to eat. When we eat, the calories that we consume are converted to energy that the body uses to function and survive. When food is restricted or a person stops eating at regular intervals, the body's survival mechanism is triggered and hormones that are designed to make you hungry and stimulate your appetite are released to make sure that you eat. And those same hormones also make food taste better. Those hormones are pretty powerful when it comes to doing their job, which will make eating or overeating or even binge eating extremely difficult to control especially if you're trying to lose weight with a diet. And that's not the end of the story when it comes to hormones. Dieting also causes the amount of hormones that make you feel full to drop, which is kind of a double whammy, because this will typically happen simultaneously when those hunger hormones that increase appetite are working overtime. Another thing to chalk up to survival, the body doesn't know when a person is purposely restricting the amount of food that they are eating. The body just thinks that food is scarce and it's helping you to store fat so that you can survive until the famine is over. And that storing of fat is the exact opposite thing that we are looking for if weight loss is the goal. Dieting also skews our perspective when it comes to our relationship with food and our opinion of ourselves. Most of the time when we are dieting, we end up categorizing foods or avoiding entire food groups. Truthfully, labeling foods as off-limits can psychologically cause a person to obsess about those foods, to crave them more, and become overwhelmed with guilt and self-judgment if you give in to the temptation to eat them when you're supposed to be dieting. This, coupled with the pressure that comes with comparing ourselves to those airbrushed ads, can result in self-criticism and discouragement that can kill any motivation that you may have had to begin with and even cause depression. Which brings us to stress. Now you might be thinking, we're talking about why diets don't work. What does that have to do with stress? Well, let's be honest. All of those visits to the scale, food restrictions, and trying to measure up to beauty standards is stressful, which is probably why most people cringe when they think about trying to lose weight. Stress in itself can actually cause a person to overeat and gravitate toward comfort foods and sweets which we all know can cause weight gain. Research studies have also proven that diet-related stress combined with a reduced calorie intake 
triggers the release of the hormone cortisol, which causes the body to hold on to fat instead of releasing it, which also makes weight loss extremely difficult. When you take all of those facts into consideration, it's actually a relief to know that if you haven't had success when you've tried different diets, it's not your fault and you definitely are not a failure. And it also makes it a lot easier to resist those quick fix claims and all the hype when the newest diet that comes along starts getting lots of buzz. So you might be thinking, that's great information, but I still want to lose some weight. And if diets don't work, what does? First, find your motivation. Forget about what everyone else is doing and what those ads are telling you that you should be doing and ask yourself what losing weight really means to you. Why is it important to you? How will it change your life? How will it impact the way that you feel or the way you interact with your family and friends? Although losing weight might seem like it's all about the numbers on the scale and what we see in the mirror, the truth is it's a change that really starts from the inside out. When you zero in on what you really want or need and why, you'll find the intrinsic motivation that you need to guide your steps, help you build momentum, and keep you going until you get there. This is actually a concept that I shared in episode 10 of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast called 10 Tips to Make Your New Year's Resolutions Stick. If you haven't heard that episode, I encourage you to check it out for some great practical tips that you can use all year long to help you reach your weight loss goals. Second, quit trying to lose weight. Seriously, I am not kidding. <laughs> Change the focus from what things look like on the outside to what's happening on the inside. By looking at food in terms of how it nourishes your body and how you feel after you've eaten something, instead of restricting foods or pinning your hopes on an extreme program, you can get off the diet roller coaster once and for all. Instead of following a one-size-fits-all plan or what someone else tells you to eat, begin to learn about natural foods that taste really good and actually improve your health and choose the ones that make you feel good physically and mentally. Before you know it, you'll be eating healthy, naturally rebalancing the health of your body and effortlessly shedding excess pounds on your way to your body's ideal weight. And the best part is that it won't be a temporary fix. Speaking from experience, I know that adopting this approach quickly becomes second nature and a preferred way of eating that can easily be sustained so your weight loss results can be maintained. I found this to be true in my own life five years ago. At that time, I was actually at my highest weight ever, and I had pretty much resigned myself to the fact that it was probably going to be even more difficult if not impossible, to lose weight now that I was in my 50s and had just entered menopause. That's when I was given that breast cancer diagnosis, which is not something that anyone wants, but it did help me to put things into perspective. Suddenly, my weight was not the most important thing on my mind. My focus shifted to seeking God's help to find alternative treatment options for breast cancer. Through my time in prayer, I believe that God led me on a quest to learn as much as I could about the power of nutrition for rebuilding my immune system to support the built-in healing process that God has designed inside of all of our bodies. Going all in, I completely changed my diet, 
No more junk food junkie, no more processed foods or fast foods for me. For the sake of my health, I embraced real whole foods, fresh vegetables, and even juicing. And something amazing happened. That stubborn weight that I had fought my entire life just started to melt away. After 31 days, I had lost 30 pounds without dieting. And even better, I continued to eat that way and I actually enjoy it. And five years later, I have been able to keep that weight off without even trying. Which brings us to tactic number three, ditch the diet. Although it might sound counterintuitive, one of the best weight loss strategies a person can use is to ditch dieting completely. Instead of skipping meals, avoiding food groups, or putting foods in categories good versus bad, think of foods as either more nutritious or less nutritious. Foods that are more nutritious will have a higher content of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and will naturally have fewer calories so you can eat more of them. Less nutritious foods will have a higher calorie content in smaller amounts of foods. This perspective helps you to stop looking at what you can't have and start focusing on what you can have. By eating foods that have higher quality nutritional content, your body will be getting those essential nutrients that we all need and you will feel satisfied quicker and for longer periods of time. At the same time, making occasional allowances for less nutritious foods will remove the guilt that would have been triggered by giving in to irresistible temptations and eliminate the feeling of being deprived of something. Then use the 80-20 principle to balance your foods. More nutritious foods 80% of the time and allow less nutritious foods for 20% of the time. This approach to food eliminates restrictive dieting rules along with the stress of dieting and puts you in the driver's seat where you belong. You don't have to be a diet robot to lose weight. You get to choose how you will nourish your body with quality foods that you choose to enjoy. And the coolest thing of all is that as your body begins to get a steady supply of essential nutrients, you'll be energized and you'll start to feel noticeably better. And your body will actually begin to crave more nutritious foods all of the time, which will make eating healthy, losing weight, and maintaining those results feel effortless. Last but not least, skip willpower and use the power of mindfulness instead. For most people, dieting is an all-or-nothing challenge that relies heavily on self-control and willpower. Unfortunately, if you've ever tried a diet and failed, you know that willpower isn't enough. Actually, willpower, just like dieting, is a temporary solution that can work in a pinch, but will ultimately set you up for failure and the guilt that goes along with it when you're faced with a craving and your self-control goes out the window as you give in to the temptation to eat that forbidden food. Just one misstep can make you feel like a failure and easily accept the mindset that says, I blew it, and if I don't have enough willpower, this will never work, and this has been a waste of time, so I might as well give up right now. Instead, adding mindfulness to every meal can be a powerful way to conquer cravings and achieve lasting results. Research shows that mindful eating promotes weight loss, helps to eliminate the impulse to binge eat, and it's a technique that can help a person gain control over their eating habits. 
By being mindful when eating, a person gives their full attention to how food tastes and how they feel before, during, and after meals. It involves identifying why you want to eat, whether you're actually hungry, and whether your choice of food is a healthy one. Mindful eating also encourages you to remove distractions when eating, to eat slowly, and appreciate what's on your plate, to be aware of the colors, the smells, the textures, and the flavors of the foods, listening to your body's hunger cues so you can stop eating when you're full, and making note of how foods that you eat affect the way you feel physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mindfulness does take some practice, but it can take your eating experience to a whole new level when it comes to adopting healthier eating habits and enjoying your food while losing weight in the process. So let's recap. Today we took a look at why it's extremely difficult to achieve long-term success with a diet and why diets don't actually work. We also found out that losing weight doesn't have to be a stressful battle that's impossible to win. By changing the way we think about food and taking the focus off of the numbers on the scale or what we see in the mirror, and instead approaching the idea of shedding excess weight as an intuitive process that begins with what's going on inside, we can slim down in a healthier way, finally losing those extra pounds and keeping them off for good. I hope that this episode helps you see dieting from a new perspective and also gave you some tools that you can start using right now to not only jumpstart healthy weight loss, but improve your physical and emotional health from the inside out. So now I have a question for you. Have you ever been on a diet or have you had long-term success with weight loss? I'd love to hear your experiences with dieting and your thoughts on the strategies that I shared today, so please leave a comment for this episode. And if you're tired of being a yo-yo dieter and you're ready to lose those extra pounds once and for all but aren't sure how to get started, or if you're looking for personalized support on your quest to lose weight the healthy way, look no further. I have a few one-on-one -on -one coaching spots that are available right now. To grab yours before they're gone, send an email to barbara at goodnaturewellness.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram at good underscore nature underscore wellness. I can't wait to hear from you and help you reach your weight loss goals this year. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you know someone else who would benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them too. And don't forget to subscribe to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast to be notified when new episodes are released, because you don't want to miss a thing. Thank you again for tuning in for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBC HWC board certified master health coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast.
Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness, be responsible for damages in connection with the use of this podcast.